Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan. Hey, what you say there, man? How what's, are you, buddy? What's new, buddy? What's shaking? Nothing but the leaves and the trees, right? <laughs> okay, you're a little fired up today. Not really. All right. I just need another cup of coffee. Do you? I, does, I, I had my one, and maybe today it's a two-coffee day, but I brought along some cold caffeine. Did you? What's the hell of your soda? My diet did you Pepsi. crack it open yet? <laughs> yes, I did. Right. Tried to do that off air since it does sound very similar to a beer can being opened. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe's drinking a beer on the radio again. No, thank you. Yeah, that's 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 a phrase you've never heard. <laughs> no, and you never will. The FCC frowns on the consumption of alcohol in a broadcast facility. No kidding. Hard to believe. It's not a rule against it. They just frown on it. But oh. then they frown on a lot of other yeah, things. They're too. curmudgeons. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what welcome. Have they got a little clean, harmless fun, right? <laughs> a little. Um, pine Nutter Brewing Pale Ale would be good for anybody right, right now. bring it on up. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We're going to enjoy open phones. Uh, we do have, we're glad to say, a sponsor, and that's the Sunbury Motor Company. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword uh, OTM. Uh, we do have one item from the news department. They have asked us to announce that Route 54 is still blocked between Ely and Riverside near Rushtown Road because of an injury accident that happened around 7.30 this morning. So uh, we will keep you posted about that. That very busy commuter route blocked this morning. What did you think of the um, censuring of Representative Paul Godsar? Uh, I noticed both uh, Fred Keller and Dan Muser voted against it, as did almost all the other Republicans. I think there only were two Republicans. Well, as the duty I don't consider Liz Cheney a Republican anymore, so <laughs> <She's> <laughs> she was one of them. Um, as a duly appointed liberal representative on the show, I think it's terrible what he did. It was harm, harmful. What he it. did. Yes. Or what they did to him. They no, stripped him of his post. what he did. Okay. The, the video that showed him killing fellow members of Congress and the president. That was awful. It wasn't the president. It was just Olivia Ocasio-Cortez. Didn't Ocasio he chop at the president with the swords? I don't know. I'm not aware of the president. I just heard Olivia Ocasio-Cortez, and she seemed on the verge of breaking down when she <laughs> complained about it on the House floor. So... Um, I don't remember her outrage when somebody was holding the severed head of uh, President Trump. Oh, she was outraged. Was she? Oh, yes. <laughs> outraged that it wasn't real. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> no, but uh, and so the the liberal of me says that, you know, this appointed job that I have here to portray a Democrat. But uh, honestly, it doesn't bother me. I think if somebody does that, you know, I, I, I think it's kind of in poor taste, but art's in the eye of the beholder. So if somebody doesn't like it, just avert your eyes. Well, Kevin McCarthy called the censure an 
an abuse of power by Democrats to distract from national problems. <laughs> well, there I, you go. I found myself actually in agreement with Olivia Ocasio-Cortez when she said that this would not be permitted in any other workplace. And it wouldn't be. Oh, well, that's know. very true. If if, um, if I came in here with a cartoon of me stabbing you to death and showed it to everybody in the building, I'm sure the management and the ownership would have something to say to me. I mean, it's not okay. It's not creating a, a, a friendly work environment. Now, does she deserve criticism? Sure she does, but it should be fair and above board, and I don't think it should suggest that someone should kill her. All right. As much yeah. as I disagree with her, I respect her right to have her opinions, and this is a free country. But we have a decorum policy around here, professional oh, behavior and decorum policy, and that involves our ber- verbal and uh, email interactions. Uh, we're all to be behaving in a professional manner. So I can't send you an offensive email? Doggone it. All right. <laughs> but they don't have that in Washington, D.C. Well, they should. Well, I mean, I, I thought they had all sorts of rules. I mean, they refer to themselves as the gentleman from North Carolina, mm-hmm. the, the lady from South Carolina, gentlewoman gentle from South Carolina. Yeah. And then we say, well, I'd like to show the gentlewoman from New York City this video I made of me slicing her to death with a sword. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't seem to fit, you know, all this elaborate courtesy, and then you tolerate something like that. Mm-hmm. Did he intend it to be harmful? I doubt it. I don't think he was at all, you know, suggesting that she be harmed or murdered. It doesn't seem like that, but they stripped the guy of his committee posts, uh, you know, basically and censured him in the well of the House. That's what I was going to ask. What's the impact of this? I know they did say there is actual impact. To right. When they so they do stripped this. him of all his committee assignments. Okay. So well, what does that mean? They, makes, they made they him make him a lame duck. <laughs> well, they're just saying you can't do your job now. It's time to do <laughs> offensive memes in in Washington. So in order to punish him, they give him more free time. But what really bothers me is that the Republicans should have. You know, I don't know whether censure was the right thing, uh, and certainly condemnation is probably stronger than censure. But, you know, if they suggest rebuke, that's perhaps the best choice of words. Thank you for that. They (laughs) should have rebuked him in some way, shape, or form. But I don't think by telling his, by making his constituents suffer, by taking him off the committees he was assigned to is the right way to go about it. There's got to be some other way. There's got to be some code of conduct. If they don't have a code of conduct covering this, then they need one. They should have one. Yeah, everybody else does. You're right. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about what happens with the the removal of the brain matter of individuals inside the Beltway in Washington, D.C. Good morning, and Stan. no better authority on that than Stan. <laughs> Who's got a, a, a <laughs> Well, as far as what Ghost Star, I didn't see the video. I don't know. Did you either one of you see the video that Ghost Star supposedly put out? No, I didn't. I've seen short that, clips of it. Ah, okay. The edited clips, so you don't have full context of what's going on. So, neither did I, so I can't comment on it. Now, as far as Ocasio-Cortez getting up there and whining while she whines about everything. And as far as being decorum in the House, they've been accusing the Republicans of killing people for years. So, Well, that's eh, true. <laughs> eh, I don't, you know, that whatever. Anyway, that's not why I called. I called because of the Build Back Better, or I mean Build Back Worse program that they're trying to force through the Congress this week. Does everyone know that it is a payout to the rich in this country? What? They they are going to try and reinstitute the salt deductions for the high-income individuals in these blue states so that they can deduct it from their income tax. So it's a tax break for the rich. And the other thing, they're giving tax credits or whatever they call them 
for electric vehicles up to the tune of 11 or 12 grand is what they want to do. They haven't done it because it's not a law yet, but it's in there for electric vehicles. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know a lot of people that can afford those $75,000, $80,000 electric vehicles. So again, it is a tax break for the rich. But we continue to hear that they're, they're against the rich. They want to soak the rich and get all the money out of them they can to pay for all these programs. But of course, these programs are going to cost a zero. Isn't that what your leader has been telling us for weeks now? Or maybe it's been months. I lose track. Are all electric vehicles, I think you're talking about Teslas that used to be hundreds of thousands of dollars, but uh, like the Mustang, electric Mustang, well, here's one for 12000 Oh, it's used, okay. Uh, the electric Mustang is about $50,000, so that's sort of the upper range of affordability. Uh, there's an electric Hyundai that's $40,000. It doesn't say which one it is. Oh, it's the Elantra. All electric or a hybrid? 100%, yeah, 100% electric. Yeah, everybody's okay. got one now. But in any event, okay. But the the, the point is, ninety percent. Well, maybe ninety five percent of the vehicles in the world that are sold today are still gasoline motors. Why should we be punished just because we didn't buy a electric vehicle? I think that I think the criticism still carries. Oh, we're we're being punished daily. Every time you go up to the pump, you're being punished for it because you choose and dare to drive a, a petroleum powered vehicle. You know, so. But that that not that being said, but the other thing that's going into this, well, I think it's part of the infrastructure bill that they passed, and I am thoroughly against it, is to build out the infrastructure for charging stations for these electric vehicles that very few people drive right now. My thing is, there was no government money to build gas stations for the gas-powered vehicles when they were instituted into this country. The petroleum companies and the, and the car companies are the ones who built those out. And that's the way it should be now. Not government getting involved. It should be private industry doing what they need to support their vehicles that they want to sell. All right, we got you. We got another call ready. Stand while we'll wrap up. Um, incidentally, I did look at some of the video, uh, and apparently they've taken it off of YouTube entirely. Oh, but there are some news stories that contain parts of it, and it's a very tiny character. It's from Japanese anime cartoons, mm -hmm. right? And they took some character that's a villain there, and they superimposed Olivia Casio Cortez's head on it. But the vi the okay. the winged victor, if you will, the the supposedly representative Gonsar, is very small, and he's in Joe Biden's ear. So I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't think that this was as horrible as it was made to sound. But I'll, I will agree that it's not good. And my gut reaction uh, yeah. is I think this is much ado about nothing. I think if he had just released it and tweeted it, and nobody got offended and, and made a big stink about it, nobody would even really know about it. But anyway, Stan, right. thank you, Stan. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Stan. Very much appreciated. One of our listeners sends us a text, says, Good morning. Congressman Fred Keller voted against the censure of Congressman right. Goddard. I said that, Gonsar, and so did uh, Representative Muser. He voted against that. Both okay. of them voted against censuring him. All right. right. Thank you for that. We've got a caller standing by. Good morning, Dalton from Sealandsgo, PA. You are on the mark. Yes, I was uh, shopping for my electric rates last evening, and I noticed effective December 1st, PPL's price to compare. The shopping rate for the generation and transmission portion of your electric bill is increasing from 0 
0.5 cents per kilowatt hour to 0.95 cents per kilowatt hour. I'm not sure that's been widely communicated, and I just think people might want to uh, look into shopping for rates before the price goes up. Yeah, I'm one of those people that it goes for every one of those three- and six-month promotional rates. And unfortunately, the uh, <laughs> three-month rate that has the lowest rate right now is the company I'm already as- with because I took their last promotional rate, and they won't give me the new one. So, oh, But I did, see, I did see that, to be honest with you, that it was going up. And it goes up, I think, every six months the price to compare is adjusted. Well, I think everything. You know, that is correct. Every six months, it it may go up, may go down, or may stay the same. Right, but you know what I can't find, and what's interesting, because the rate, even uh, the rate that PPL has right now, was lower than the rate I was paying, and I tried to go back to PPL, and you, uh, there's no way to find how, that you can do it. They, their All offer, their rate call to one eight hundred dial PPL, and then tell them. In other words, you can't just sign up online the way you can for the other services. I've never done it online. You you might be able to. I, ge- I generally call. I'm a dinosaur. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I sign up for the promotional rates online, but there doesn't seem to be a way. They The first thing they show you is PPL's rate to compare, but there's no, no button you can click there that says, resume having PPL provide your, uh, your electricity. I think it's ironic that a, a man who refers to himself as a dinosaur consumes fossil fuels to make electricity. Well, where do they come from? <laughs> exactly. He's from eating, the fossils. He's eating his previous family members, but they're burning them. All right, well, Dalton, yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. And I think energy prices are supposedly going to increase exponentially over the winter, uh, far more than inflation itself. For some reason, the Consumer Price Index carves out energy because of its volatility. But I, I think that's a mistake. You know, that's why they come out with, they say our inflation has gone up 6%. Well, they carve out the most volatile things that have gone up the most. So, uh, anyway, but yeah, you're right. We're going to pay a lot more, and it's going to go above more. Keep us posted as you do this. You can send us a note at uh, on the market, WKOK.com, or you can call in again, sir. A uh, quick rule of thumb I figured out. If you use, if you look on your the back of your electric bill, the upper left-hand corner, it shows your yearly kilowatt hours and a hypothetical if you use 10,000 kilowatt hours over the course of a year and your rate goes up two cents you're going to pay $200 a year more for your electric bill holy smokes that's crazy. All right. Thank you so yeah, much, Dalton. Thank you. Appreciate yep, your call. Yeah, and we know that it will be $200 a month more for some customers as the uh, winter carries on. Right. We're hoping for a mild winter, if only for that reason. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We're talking energy. Build back worse was the summary by Stan, who called in earlier, talking about some of the giveaways uh, to individuals who generally are of higher income. I think he's got a sound observation there. We'd love your view on this. 1-800-795-9565. We are also talking about the rebuke of the uh, House member, Godsar. Gossar. Gossar. Oh, Gossar. Right. I I have seen that. G-O-N-S-A-R. Gonsar. I haven't paid too close. I'm sorry. Gossar. G-O-S-A-R. See, because it didn't offend me, I didn't pay too much attention. I was surprised to see the censure last evening, particularly when, you know, 
it's Washington is no holds barred anymore. Anything goes. You can say whatever you want about anybody anytime. But uh, so, but anyway, yeah, well, that Nancy censure P- happened. Nancy Pelosi says these actions demand a response. We cannot have members joking about murdering each other. This is both an endangerment of our elected officials and an insult to the institution. Ocasio Cortez herself, in an impassioned speech, said, "When we incite violence with depictions against our colleagues, that trickles down to violence in this country, and that is where." we must draw the line. Gee, that would have been an appropriate statement for her to make when that comedian was holding up Donald Trump's head. Boy, you really hang your hat on that. (laughs) Was that comedian... Kathy's, no, but that was okay, Kathy's Kathy Gifford. Gifford, right. Well, she is a private individual doing private art, and if you like it, no, you can enjoy it. If you don't, you don't. The outrage, I mean, if, you, if you're going to be upset that calling for violence against elected officials is a bad thing, then it's a bad thing whether it's President Donald Trump or whether it's a liberal like Olivia Ocasio-Cortez. No, her complaint isn't about the fact that the art exists at all. It's just that the individual who did it was supposed to display some decorum and morality and decline to do so by showing the video. That's her complaint. So in other words, it's okay for a comedian to do it. Yet on the other hand, the left wants to pillory uh, Dave Chappelle because he comes down on um, transgender. transgender people. You know, so where is the outrage? What are we? Are we going to be for free speech or are we just going to put limits on it? If we don't like it, it can't happen. Humans are hypocrites, it seems clear. In fact, that's the summary line on one of the emails we have saying that President Biden may be a hypocrite. Oh, so, no. So we're going to read that email. It's a little bit lengthier than some of our emails, but it's full of facts. So we will uh, read it when we come back. But we'll take more comers on the phone. one 800 795 Put our crack producer, Mr. Rob Center, to work. one 800 795 When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. We got a caller, but I promise we read this email, so let's do it real quick. Okay, it says, days after President Joe Biden told world leaders that his administration is committed to slowing climate change with, quote, action and not words, unquote, his Interior Department oversaw one of the largest oil and gas lease sales in American history. Eighty million acres of the Gulf of Mexico, an area twice the size of Florida, was put on the auction block on Wednesday. Energy companies led by ExxonMobil only placed bids on a total of 1.7 million acres, and it's unclear how much of that will later be developed. Additional lease sales are scheduled in Wyoming, Colorado, Montana, and other western states early next year. The source of this is for an NPR, National Public Radio, site. The Biden administration argues that it didn't have much of an option, so while Biden flaunts American law, allowing a million illegal aliens across our borders and setting them across, sending them across America at taxpayer expense, he fails to take action on gas and 
and oil sales in the Gulf of Mexico. Can you say hypocrite, boys and girls? <laughs> yeah, I think he's got no clothes on this. If you read the New York Times version, which is has an ultra-liberal slant, uh, the president does have options, and he could have um, well taken more action related to energy, but he knows that if he doesn't, it'll send the terrible message, and he'll never get reelected, and 2022 will be worse of a catastrophe than it is. So uh, he claimed that he has no choice when, in fact, uh, people who know this science say that he does have choices. Well, this goes nicely with the uh, CBS report today. Now, if you were meeting with the president of Mexico, what would you talk about, Joe? I would talk about the border. Senior administration officials say U.S. border policy will not be the... Oh, it won't be a topic, huh? That won't be a topic with Mexico today when President Biden hosts the Mexican-Canadian North American Leaders Summit when senior officials says uh, that there's not a real focus this time around on our borders. Instead, administration officials will focus on regional cooperation and the unprecedented displacement of migrants of throughout the Western Hemisphere. Well, I'm sure that President Obrador will breathe a sigh of relief that he won't have to discuss that. How did we go to just having one email from having two? Well, we had read the others. Oh. <laughs> I, I saw it and took them off. <coughs> I don't think we did. No, not this one, however. Mike, you're on the mark. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, I'm not versed on either of the two things that you guys were talking about when, uh, when I tuned in just a few minutes ago, but I wanted to Tell you, one of my habits every day when I get up in the morning is I, I check the obituaries, and if my name's not in there, it's a good day. Right, I agree <laughs> and, with uh, you. <laughs> and uh, that, that, that's jest, but I want to uh, switch to a little more serious uh, issue here. Yesterday, I, I looked over the obituaries to see if there was anybody, you know, my former workmates and all that. Nobody showed up, but it was good. But I looked at the ages in there, and I'm just there's eight of them, okay, and I'm going to read the ages off slowly. And I want you guys and your listeners to just listen to these ages of the obituaries in the Bloomsburg paper yesterday morning, eight of them. 24, 83, 50, 31, 62, 57, 91, and 56. Wow. Thought you were going to yell hike at the end of that. People, are, <laughs> young people are uh, checking out in greater numbers. Why is that? Do you happen to know that by chance? Well, it turns out, you know, there was obviously a 31 and a, what was that, 24 in there. And one of those obituaries, the, the individuals in the family said that that person had lost their battle with addiction. So I'm assuming it was a drug overdose. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I believe that most of these uh, drug overdoses are accidental, like they're called. The, the intention is not to die, but to, you know, drive whatever comes from uh, taking the drugs. So they're accidentals. But then, you know, these other ones in the, in the you know, 50 years old, 62, 56, it, you know, by average, and again, when, you, when they say the average uh, age of the Americans at death is 78.6 or whatever, 78 years, you know, there's some that die very young in car accidents or in, you know, childhood things, and then there's others that make it to 90 and 100, so it's just an average. But it just seemed to me that lately there's been a lot of, you know, 51 and 52-year-old people dying and 60-year-old. And it's not all COVID, you know. And, and I think one of the contributing factors is the, you guys were talking about it, the political discourse in this country. And on top of that, the media. Okay, I... I you think I the media is killing it. people? <laughs> well, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I, 
about every other day I turn on for just a few minutes MSNBC, CNN, well, and uh, I'll admit the they're en- they're enough to kill you. I, okay. <laughs> and and again, it's just constant. Everything is bad. Nothing's getting better. Trump is the Antichrist. On and on and on. And when you get constantly bombarded with that stuff, and then, you know, obviously the people that are driving to work seeing the gas prices going up and, you know, running their kids to practice and school and everything else, that, that's wearing on them. And the grocery store prices. So there is a lot of really bad things going on for the economy and people's personal lives. But on top of that, it's the constant droning of all the bad news that's happening. And, you know, what do they say? No news is good news, right? But I'm just thinking, you know, when they said COVID, COVID COVID gets the people with underlying conditions. I think that mental and physical stress has the same effect on people that have underlying conditions, whether it be diabetes or coronary heart disease or whatever. And I, and I just think that the, the mood, the, the social and cultural mood of this country is causing uh, deaths to occur at a, at a premature rate. And I think it was last year they said, and again, I, my facts aren't that all great anymore. I thought last year they said it was the first time in like almost forever that the uh, average uh, age of death decreased in the United States, and they attributed that to uh, COVID, or it could possibly have been the year before when, uh, well, I guess it was fentanyl came on the scene. That was really getting a lot of people. So I, it, the last thing I'm going to say is, you know, we, we're getting a lot of people dying from drug overdoses. There's just no doubt about it. And, 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 and I think having a poor southern border is not helping and if, you know, this administration really cares about the children, like they say, they'd be trying to secure that border and stop some of those drugs that are coming in pretty easily from coming in. We well, lost two local. We lost two local residents to suicide recently too. So I, I, I'm not sure that there's any connection, and maybe doesn't even have anything to do with what you're talking about. But uh, I thought it was unusual that we saw two people that took their own lives lately. All right, thank you so much, Mike, for that uh, conversation. But uh, maybe the state of affairs in the U.S. would be the general heading. You are listening to On the Mark. It's WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the Mark, we're going to enjoy open phones during the 9 a.m. hour after news headlines. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Right here. Present and accounted for. Fine local conservative. He's got a cadre of conservatives who egg him on as he assumes some of these uh, really horrendous positions. So he is here to tell us. Uh, I have a cadre, do I? You well, I'm do. Surprised. You have a I cohort do. of fellow conservatives uh, <laughs> that's, that chide you if a you cohort. aren't. cohort. That sounds very Roman. If you aren't mean 
mean-spirited enough to Democrats. So Joe's here to say that it's... Uh, well, I like being mean-spirited to Democrats. What is, is what your saying? view of the Gosar anime, though? Did Are you happy? I, w- I watched part of it. I don't think, think it was very frightening. Uh, you know, it's not like carrying a severed head dripping in blood. Uh, it was, <laughs> that scared it was you? Car- it was cartoony. Yes, I was frightened. I thought <laughs> okay. somebody actually decapitated Donald oh, Trump. Brother. But there was seriously, no dripping I mean, it, blood. I, I don't think it was that big a deal, you know. Mm-hmm. The, but the theme of it is what's the big deal. The actual cartoon itself is not inciting anyone to violence. Okay. At Just least silly. not what I saw. All right. If they hadn't made such a big deal about it, we'd have forgotten about it long ago. Well, probably not. I mean, I, I, I can understand the people being concerned that it was produced, you know, what, but I don't think it's, there's, it's obvious to me that it was not intended to incite anybody to violence. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was able All to right. watch it and control my emotions. I didn't want to come over across the table and strangle you as a result of having seen it. <laughs> no, but there are other things that could there are, yes. that. Maybe we'll get to those today. All right. Well, we would invite you to participate. Uh, this is an interactive program, if there ever was one. Uh, we have a nearly open phone today, so call with the topic of your selection. Uh, we talked about mortality, age from obituaries recently. A lot of 20-somethings, 30-somethings, 40-somethings, 50-somethings uh, dying lately, and only three deaths in the past 48 hours from COVID-19. So that's not most of these folks. Uh, the Gosar anime was uh, brought up in the censure of Mr. Gosar. Now he doesn't get to serve on committees, so he's basically right. a useless But you want to know what was really, of all the things I saw, and I didn't print it out this morning because it was rather lengthy, but of all the things I saw, the thing that fascinated me the most, the morning was the Washington Post has now gone back and corrected with editor's notes all of its stories that really touted the Steele dossier. Mm-hmm. Now, we've had so many liberal callers, our friends Tom and others, call the program and say how how much this Steele dossier proved that Donald Trump was in the bag with the Russians. Now it turns out it, it was the big lie Donald Trump always said it was. All right. Yes. Yeah, so we I, we talked and about that very And the Washington Post briefly. corrected all of its stories about it mm-hmm. with editor's notes saying that, you know, admitting that the guy that was uh, indicted, uh, Oleg, I forget what his last name is, that he probably got the information from somebody directly in the Clinton campaign. All right. Gee, now I don't. I wonder if we'll have a call for an investigation into Hillary Clinton. I uh, doubt let's it. Let's see. That, so that, yeah, the Washington Post apology is part of that correction, incidentally. Uh, President Biden. Biden's energy leases in the Gulf of Mexico, a big, big, fat, Hippocratic move there because he uh, uh, is, but he says he has no choice. Well, the choice is get voted, either don't sign the leases or get voted out next year is what he's actually looking at. One of our listeners talked about electric rates, and another listener called about Build Back Better, how it favors the rich. So um, we can talk about those topics. Or Build Back Better favors the rich? Yep, yep, yep. Well, the price of electric vehicles is one thing, and they generally cost more, and uh, also incentives for uh, more expensive forms of consumption of energy was another. And 1-800-795-9565 is the number to tap out on your push-button telephone so you can participate. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM on the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Route 54 now open between Riverside and Elysburg. It was blocked earlier today by an injury accident that involved uh, four vehicles. 
between uh, Riverside and Elysburg near Rushtown Road and Mutchler Road. That happened around 7.30 this morning. The road was blocked for several hours and has since reopened. Over 100 new patients have been admitted to hospitals statewide due to COVID-19. In our area, the numbers down slightly. Evangelical Community Hospital has three fewer patients on board. Perhaps not coincidentally, there are three new deaths reported in the central Susquehanna Valley because of COVID-19. Shekalami Marching Braves celebrating another state championship. The band director says they would not come away empty-handed because of pent-up zeal. And our model this year has pretty much been performed like there's no tomorrow because with COVID constantly canceling boarding events and things, we didn't want that to have to cancel what we do as well. And the kids have had that model all year, and I think that's helped drive them. You can read lots more about that at WKOK.com. State House of Representatives last night passed a bill that the governor says he will veto. It would eliminate the need to uh, have a permit to carry a concealed weapon. It's called constitutional carry. It now heads to the governor's desk, and the governor has said... I will veto that bill. (laughs) That wasn't very good. You could do a better wolf than that. Uh, I will veto that bill. He doesn't have a. He didn't come from Alabama. Yes, he did. <laughs> With a banjo he came on from his York, <laughs> Southern Pennsylvania. That's how they talk down there. It's Southern no, Pennsylvania. No. <laughs> no. I will veto said, that I, uh, bill. I, I have concerns about this, as I do some other bills that have come before me, like every one, <laughs> and I'm going to veto this bill. Also, I don't think that this is a good thing. Something like that. All right. Inflation is driving up prices for you and I, and so it's only appropriate that we give some pay raises to our state lawmakers and judges. Oh, really? Uh, about 5 to 6% raises. Now, for top executive branch officials, Max Baer, the state Supreme Court justice, will get a bump in his salary, $12,000 increase, so his salary goes from a quarter million dollars to $234,000. Uh, lawmakers, a, a quarter million, two fifty to two thirty-four. Right, so fourteen thousand dollar a year raise. Right, twelve thousand. Well, it was two hundred twenty-seven thousand. I round down as you're okay. so irritatingly aware. And uh, so he goes up to $234,000. Lawmakers passed legislation to cancel the annual increase for their money this year, which would have been less than 1%. Next year's increase, however, will be three times larger, and they'll allow that to happen. So more lawmakers will enjoy a salary close to $100,000 annually, nearly all of which is unearned as far as I'm concerned. Uh, The governor's salary goes up to $213,000. Elected uh, eggheads in Washington see their salary go up to $177,000, like Josh Shapiro, etc. Brian Cutler and the and Jake Corman will see their salaries go up to $138,000 a year, all of which Corman will channel nicely into his gubernatorial oh, campaign. Cheap at half the price. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always like that expression. <laughs> of course it would be cheap at half the well, price. Because it's half the price. <laughs> right. All right, let's get right to the phones. Mike, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yes, good morning. Uh, I just want to reference two things. Yesterday on the Senate floor, at least I believe it was yesterday, Sanders made uh, an interesting speech where he compared uh, the lack of any uh, debate on the defense budget, which I think is $774 billion for one year. It includes increases and nothing said about, you know, the debt on that. And he compares that to, of course, the Build Back Better 
uh, bill, which is spread out over several years. But anyway, it's a, it's an interesting speech, and it, it's educational. So I would urge your listeners to uh, take that in. The other thing is there's a book I just started reading, and I did reference it to you guys one time before. It's called The United States of War. It's a history of uh, our country uh, from beginning to end, and it's well-documented. Uh, uh, it's pretty interesting also to see... Uh, you know how this has all developed. So, and I think the other Mike from Bloomsburg. I don't know. I don't follow him at all. But uh, anyway, have a great day. Thank you so much, Bob. You're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Um, according. Well, I shouldn't say according to, but as far as tax credits go for solar, wind, uh, etc., you've been able to do tax write-offs for them for many years. We've been doing it for, I don't know, ten or more at least. So it's nothing new that Biden's introduced. It's you know it's out there for everybody to take advantage of. Yeah, and I agree. We uh, I bought a furnace 20 years ago, and it was ultra efficient at the time, like 95 percent uh, efficient. And there was a income tax incentive that was part of that, a reward. We had to document the furnace and even take a picture of it. And PPL will pay you back to buy new appliances. I don't know if they still do that or not, but <laughs> they still we do have that. an electric heat pump. Yep. You know, it's good for 10 years, and you got tax uh, credit for that. And there's rest areas, you know, down going to the ocean this uh, past summer. There's rest areas that have electric chargers in that you can pull in and, you know, charge your car on the way down there. And there's actually places down there at the convention centers, etc. some hotels have charging stations already. I mean, for uh, us not to have charging stations, are there any in Shimoka Dam, Joe? Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah, here. we're here. We're listening to you. Yeah, the... Uh, Are there uh, any charging stations at Shemokin Dam? Nissan was supposed to have one at their place, but I don't know if they ever did that or not. Well, guess what generates the electricity for these charging stations? Fossil fuels. Oh, uh, solar panels? You can't use solar panels to charge stuff? But they, they don't. A little, about 5% <laughs> well, or so. Most of them are that's fossil one fuels. Option. I mean, any way you can do it. Yes, solar and, panels. You know, it was crazy. I went shopping yesterday, and prices really did go up when I went to the grocery store. I was shocked. All right. But uh, I didn't need to buy anything because we have freezers full of food, more than we'll ever eat in our lifetime, probably. <laughs> but there's this lady pushing a shopping cart down Front Street in Sunbury. I'm like, what in the world? I thought it was a homeless person. Probably well, is. Well, here she's walking around for, no, she's trying to raise money for people with hunger. Well, he worked a, at some radio station in Hummel's Wharf. <laughs> that's funny. All right, uh, we got you, Bob. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks for calling. Uh, those Hummel's uh, Wharf people, they... They walk everywhere. They walk everywhere. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, lower right-hand corner... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Anything on the right. Scratch All right. Uh, Dennis says, the Democrats are in inebriated with power and are utilizing any sort of clout against Republicans. And then one of our texters says the Durham investigation is pointing towards Hillary and her campaign. Whether she gets indicted will definitely be a long shot. 
And then another texter says, so if an animated cartoon doctored is too much for Congress to handle, but okay for kids, we have a problem, don't we? Yeah, those anime cartoons are sometimes very violent. You know, I guess we're not concerned about that. We're concerned about one that depicts somebody in Congress getting being the butt of that violence. And then any possible hint of potential violence against a Republican is okay, but if it's leveled towards a Democrat, the world is going to end. Violence is bad in any form. And I agree with that. And the government has been giving tax write-offs for windmills, electric cars, solar, nothing new here. Okay. Here's one that I think you might find interesting. Uh, are you familiar with Sauli, Sauli Omarova? Biden's pick to head the office of, uh, to in fact be the nation's controller, chief regulator of the national banks. Are you familiar with that no. controversy? No. Well, she attended that. college in Russia. Oh, stop. Go ahead, Buzz. Let's try to get this call hey, in. Guys. I'm sorry. I just uh, I was reading the paper that Fred Keller is voting for this thing to not require masking and uh, if I can't call his office and ask him because he knows I'm a Democrat uh, it's hard to get through anything to him uh, so maybe you guys could ask him if he thinks masks <laughs> are not required what is his solution for ending the pandemic in fact ask any of the Republican leaders who are opposed to masking what is their solution I mean it's easy to say you know well we have this problem well solutions are what we need not well, it's very easy. It's quarantine and death, and you have the right to yeah. contract the disease if you so choose. You have the right to wear a mask if you so choose. You have a right to get the disease, and, of course, most people survive, so that's what they're hoping would happen to uh, people. And then if you are contracted with a disease or you're afraid of getting the disease, you can stay home. You don't want to pull out all the stops. And I think the president requiring masks on or vaccines, I think that's onerous. I, I don't agree with that. You know, it's a medical procedure. It's like forcing people to get an abortion or something, or Lawrence's yeah. cockamamie. We're concerned that your appendix might burst, so we're going to take it out now. Well, yeah, on, <laughs> I, I get that. I understand that it's part yeah. of our pandemic response. I think he had it right when he said some incentives would be a good idea, but then the mandatory, that, that seems over the top to me. Well, I don't disagree with any of that, but what is the solution? I mean, you know, you can complain all you want, but what is Fred's solution? What is the Republican solution? And my last question, and I do have to go, thank you. Uh, when are they going to realize they're killing off all their own voters? <laughs> well, but that's they're not, true. They're not killing off all oh, their own voters. Oh, yes, they are. They I know, oh, I know yes, quite a few. I know quite go, a few. Guys. Thank you. I know yeah, quite yeah. a few Democrats who've gotten... Uh, gotten COVID. No, it's primarily Republicans. Oh, so, well, then why are the Democrats worried about it? If it's just Republicans <laughs> getting it, well, you should think they'd be thrilled. I think they're afraid of uh, people that they know getting it. They're uh, concerned. Oh, so they're worried that we Republicans will spread it to the Democrats. Exactly. But they're not worried about the Republicans dying. Uh, I don't think that's true. Anyway. i gotta, I got to say this. So hold that. We're going to do a clipping when we come back from Fox News. But no, it's a story from, the, from more than one media outlet. Okay, but which one is your clipping from well this pic the one with the picture is from fox I okay there we that. go thank you okay <laughs> like i said okay so we're going to read a not clipping from actually is from fox news uh, when we come back uh, our sponsor is the sunbury motor company i invite you to do what i do drive one of these electric vehicles which might have a build back better incentive coming up we're hearing this uh, vehicle was fifty six thousand dollars but you'll probably get about twenty some thousand dollars for your vehicle so it'll only be about twenty five to thirty thousand dollars for you to drive around in a twenty twenty 
2021 Mustang Mach-E Premium, 100% electric, 266 horsepower, goes about 270-some miles on a charge. There's a lot of charging stations around here. Some are free for the motorists and some are not. Many rely on fossil fuels for their electricity, but some do rely exclusively on green energy. So you can help support the planet if you go that route. Uh, 270 miles on a single charge. It comes with a wireless phone part charging pad, Bang & Olufsen 10-speaker sound system. It has SYNC 4 with a 15-inch screen. What SYNC 4 is, is that is what I have in this truck I'm driving around in right now. It's just a full screen with absolutely everything you need to know on it right in front of you. It is so easy to navigate and just, it's fun. Plus, I like to watch the satellite navigation as I go along. I drive via satellite, and it's it's a little nerve-wracking. People don't like it, but uh, hey, I stay in my lane. Anyway, it also has uh, lane-holding capabilities, so it'll stay in its lane. It's almost autonomous driving, really. It has responsive uh, cruise control, so you would uh, stay in your lane, and uh, it reminds you when your exit's coming up. It won't run into the vehicle in front of you, and it's just a fantastic vehicle. Again, the sticker, $56,000. There is not one on the lot right at the moment, but you order one up within two months, you're driving around in your 2021 Mustang Mach-E. Mustang from the... Sunbury Motor Company. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Joe uh, Run the Run the uh, Right the Column. All right, one of our texters says, "Fred Keller's solution is vote Republican, even if it's not in your best interest." <laughs> and then the Durham investigation is pointing towards Hillary and her campaign. Oh, we read those, so that's only the top one was new. Oh, we read all the rest. Yes, all oh, the rest have been read. That's right. I must have been sleeping. You must have been. Eric, I you're read on the this mark. stuff and you take a nap. What was your name again? <laughs> I'm Joe. Hey, Eric's on the line. Thank you for taking my call. I'm just coming out of PT, so I'm not sure how much we've talked about the uh, Representative Gozar censorship. We started with that. We've been off and on discussing it. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out in why anyone would not vote to say that was a wrong thing to do well have you seen the video no i don't think again i think you've taken it off i tried to this morning but i mean it was, it, okay it was taken is, is down it, is it not depicting trying to kill one of his uh, uh one of his uh colleagues well, let, me, let me point out to you i've seen parts of it the, the relevant okay. parts have been covered on the on a couple of news platforms and it's uh are you familiar with japanese anime Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, well, it was that, where they took they took a cartoon and they superimposed Olivia Casio-Cortez's head on one of the characters who was a villain, villain in that set. And then uh, Gosar was some winged um, warrior carrying gossamer. swords. <laughs> is that what he is? All right. <laughs> carrying swords and such. And uh, they also had President Biden in there, although they seem to be more upset about Olivia Ocasio-Cortez. And it's not, you know, uh, yes, it does depict uh, violence against the head of Olivia, of, uh, Olivia Ocasio-Cortez, but it is so cartoonish that it's almost like Elmer Fudge blasting down the rabbit hole to try and get Bugs Bunny. It's not that, not as horrible as, let's say, taking the severed head uh, with blood dripping from it that uh, that comedian had. had blood dripping from it. Yes, it did. It was blood dripping from it. Well, it was something red dripping from it. So, I mean, it was bad, and I agree that, you know, if there should be decorum and they shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. But I don't think it was serious enough that I would have stripped him of his committee assignments for it. <coughs> But it's okay because um, the representative who had the audacity, Representative Wyoming uh, Cheney, who who uh, had the audacity to vote her mind, uh, it's okay for the Republicans to strip her of her of her committee assignment. Well, I didn't okay, th- uh, no, I didn't think that was right. Who say who, who in this program said they thought that was a good idea? I think it was a terrible well, apparently idea. Apparently, Republican Party did, including the uh, Republican Party in Wyoming. Right. Now, it's not even a Republican. Right. Well, that's stupidity, in my opinion. If well, the Republican I'm talking po- about his tribes again. I talked about that. Uh, there was an article USA Today about tribes. And what we have in Washington, unfortunately, is two tribes. And if you're part of a tribe, you don't do anything to disrespect your tribe or go against the other way. Our government doesn't work that way. And until we get out of this whole tribal mentality, and part of that tribal mentality is, is not calling your own people up when they did wrong. The Republican Party, everything I've seen, says, well, it was, it was overdone. Or, or uh, the one said, oh, well, this was simply the Democrats trying to take the heat off the president for some of the things going on now, rather than dealing with that. What, Joe, what if that had been one of your police officers in, in Smoke and Dam and someone had, had posted that about trying, you know, insinuating killing one of your police officers in Smoke and Dam or killing yourself? Would that have been okay? Well, it, the question becomes, how graphic is the depiction? In other words, yes, in the literal sense, it does show what you claim. But if, in, you know, there's a different, there are different ways to show this kind of thing happening. It can be almost really cartoonish, which is what this is, or it could be a graphic, a really graphic the display. The of killing of a police officer in any form, is that, is that all right? Yeah, but all right. there are no, rules. You're, you're missing the point. The point no, is... No, you're missing the point. I'm talking about... No, you're missing the point. The point is, if it's graphic and it's horrible, yes. But if it's a cartoon, we've shown kids cartoons of Bugs Bunny blasting or being blasted by Elmer Fudd. We've seen the Roadrunner dropping anvils on, you know, <laughs> Wally Fox dropping anvils on Roadrunner. It's that kind of cartoon violence. Is that a good thing? And to be clear, you favor the censure, correct? Yes, I do. I okay. think he should have been censured because I think it was wrong. But on the other the hand, I don't think he should have... Of course, that cartoons are not depicting real people. They're cartoon people. This depicted an actual person. I hate to tell you, you need, you need to get boned up on cartoons, because I've seen plenty of cartoons that reflected images of actual people. You've seen cartoons of an image of, on TV as part of entertainment, a cartoon of a member of Congress being beheaded. You've seen that? <laughs> he wasn't beheaded. She was not beheaded. Oh, I'm sorry. The head was still on. Okay, I'm sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, if you want to be outraged, Eric, go ahead. I just, and I, I think it's a bad idea. I think he should have, he should have faced some punishment, but I don't think he should have had his committee Did assignment stripped. Oh, maybe I stepped over the line. He's, he's not. He's defending. He's saying, it, you know, he's no proud apology. Of yeah, and I don't think he should. It's just silly art, you know. If people silly, didn't make such a good big deal about it, it wouldn't have been such a big deal. It would have gone away, like all of his other tweets. Name two of his and, other and, tweets. And, and we just had a little riot down in, in Washington, D.C. last year. It was just a little riot. didn't mean anything. That was they, a they rowdy riot. That, that guy, and he was actually standing in the Senate, you know, the one who was actually standing in the Senate and writing, you know, in the Senate of the United States having taken over. That That's chilling. He got he was, 41 months nobody was in the Senate. Oh, yes, they were in the Senate. Take that back. They were yes, in the Senate was, chamber. Yeah, yes, they were. Because everyone was in, in the uh, House of Representatives when they shot the lady trying to get in. Okay. You but know, you're, so, you're, yeah. you're conflating two different things here. The question becomes... Am I? Yes, you are. Am I? Yes, you are. You ask me, I'm telling you, you are. I think that what he did was in poor taste. I'm not going to argue that with you. And should he have been... Uh, had some punishment meted out to him? Yes, he should. A rebuke. Should he... Should he, Yeah, rebuke. Should he apologize? Yes. Yes, he should, because it offended a certain number of people. Now, how much of this outrage is genuine and how much of it is political, I'm not willing I'm to speculate. I'm a Democrat, I'm not offended. It's horrible. Horrible. I'm a Democrat. So, oh, it's okay. I'm a Republican. Right. The Republicans needed to accept the fact that something should have been done to him. They should have taken the lead. It shouldn't have come down Amen. to the Democrats voting That's to right. strip him of his committee assignments, because what they're doing, in effect, is disenfranchising the citizens that elected him. If he did wrong, let the citizens who put him in and throw him out. All right. Eric, we'll Isn't give you the last word. he also picked a woman to do that, too? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that uh, kind of the whole thing? You know, good old boys club, let's, let's you know, the women get in oh. there, well, we'll kill them. Come on. Well, you know, you're you're well, to make sorry, everything that's, sexist. That's one point of view. Yeah, all right. I've, fortunately, she wasn't black, or they would have. you would have be saying it was yeah, a racist contact, too. Careful now. Well, no, you would have. You would say, well, it's racist because careful she's a woman now. of color. Yeah, Joe, be careful. They're claiming now, now that the, because of the, all the criticism that the vice president is facing is because she's a woman of color. You know, couldn't be and that she's incompetent. The, uh, Fox person who's saying on the air that she's not even an American, that some of that commentary? No, I'm talking about the commentary where she's not capable of doing the job she was given. That commentary. All right, we got to go, Eric. Thank you so much. The Fox commentary where, where they said that, that uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, he's insisting she's not even an American because she had the audacity to go with her parents and live with her family while her mom was working up in Canada. All right, well, we got you, I Eric. Care thank less you, sir. About that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. More than welcome to go to Canada. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you both. I've never seen two people argue so vociferously on the same side of an issue, but <laughs> nicely done. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the uh, two lines occupado, but two are open. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One item from the news department: They tell us Route fifty four is now open between Elysburg and Riverside. Oh, it was blocked splendid. earlier today because of an injury accident. All right. First of all, Joe, read that email. In the all right. This point. is from our friend Tom. He says, you're telling stories, Joey. I've always said that the Steele dossier was opposition research. The Trump was guilty as charged on the other findings. On Gossar, he was also a big participant in the attempted insurrection and needed to be brought down a peg. His siblings all say he is dangerous. Not true. One brother says so. Uh, well, no, the other siblings say so, too. Oh, do but they? Anyway, they all yes. say he's dangerous? Yes. Uh, I, this is from Huffington Post today. It says a oh, brother. Oh, there we go. Well, I certainly trust this right now. Go ahead. <laughs> a brother. 
brother of Representative Gossar, said Congress didn't go far enough in their censure. He said, quote, uh, Tim Gossar said, I believe he's dangerous, unhinged, and reckless, he told MSNBC. He is somebody that, as I've said before, needs not only to be censured, but he needs to be expelled. MSNBC and the Huffington Post. Well, said his brother. And then said, incidentally, are we going to see you at Thanksgiving? Now I understand (laughs) why Fred and uh, Dan voted the way they did. All right. (laughs) Next to the phone lines, Joe from Sunbury. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning. This is not a recording from yesterday. This is, I can't believe this subject is taking up so much of uh, your hour or and a half so, uh, of uh, Gossart. But uh, it's uh, only I, been a half I, hour. What really prompted me is uh, Eric's call uh, about uh, tribalism and down in D.C. And he seems to be that uh, they're discovering something new about uh, two different political parties that are tribal. So, uh, But he did say about how... Uh, uh, and I, I will, if uh, if I have permission to trust my memory from Mark, <laughs> would that be okay? About something you said a while back. Well, I'm going to go ahead. That I thought that uh, a couple months ago you said that uh, you described somebody in politics as an imbecile. So anyhow, that's how I'll describe Eric. I thought it was uh, acceptable word. So that's. Uh, and so I don't recall, though, uh, Eric's uh, about the squad when they made anti-Semitic marks, remarks uh, and that uh, Omar was not uh, taking off, taken off the uh, committee that she was on. I, I know that was uh, quite a stir at the time, and I'm kind of going off the cuff, not reading up on anything. And uh, the incident with Eric Swalwell where he's actually having sexual relations with a Chinese spy and he, he's on a committee that would uh, on the Intel committee I think uh, that that was uh, gone over in a matter you know maybe a couple of weeks uh, uh, if on mainstream media maybe not even that long Diane Feinstein's 20-year relationship with uh, her chauffeur that was uh, also a Chinese uh, implant and uh, even recently, Joe Biden's, uh, even as a candidate, now I know he's a, only a candidate, I'm not sure you could do anything to him like that, but uh, his uh, declaration or in, 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 uh, of that uh, the young man in uh, Kenosha is a white supremacist, and he's worried about that, which would could have, uh, or may, whatever the outcome is, lead to... Uh, million dollars of damage. So that, that's my uh, take on uh, Eric, if you have anything to say about it. In what way is President Biden just a candidate? No, he was when he made that statement to Andrea Mitchell. Right, that, that Rittenhouse was, was a white supremacist. I gotcha, okay. And he's never okay, apologized yeah, for that either or walked it back. skimming across stuff. Uh, I, yeah, I, I thought he was uh, the president at the time, and he may have said something about it during his presidency because he doesn't mind just blurting. Sometimes when he goes off script, he just blurts out <laughs> something uh, unrelated. Uh, so, uh, yes, but, he, uh, he does have that propensity. He's a blurter. Right. Oh, any, anyhow, just Eric's, uh, I don't know, maybe he was uh, clamoring for uh, these people to be taking down. I remember Omar, you know, in particular, went that long ago. But, uh, any, uh, on to another subject that's uh, a lot more important. I don't know if you've touched on it this morning. Of uh, We've set a record now with over 100,000 
people in, in the United States, citizens, dying of uh, drug overdoses. Uh, I don't know if you've mentioned that. 100,000, you mean this year? Well, it, the year that they researched was April to April, so it's a year and a half. So, yeah, uh, so I heard it a couple of times on TV, maybe not mainstream. I don't usually watch that. But uh, it's it's a, a record of people, and uh, I didn't really read uh, into it, but uh, it, it just says drug overdose, not related like suicide or anything like that. It, and it, it's up 28% from the previous year, April to April, which is... Uh, hmm. A, a large number, and and the the and they did uh, figure out that 64 percent of the 100,000 is from uh, fentanyl caused deaths. I got so, you. Uh, no, I just that's kind of all right close. Um, so uh, anything about the <laughs> the video? I didn't get to see this video. That's why I said it's cr- kind of a. Uh, 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 taking up a lot of airtime, but uh, right. okay, that was kind of what I wanted to say. Okay, All right, well, that's enough. the trouble. Each day's topics are a poll of what people want to talk about. If people want to keep talking about this, we do. Uh, let's see, who am I looking at here? This is from NBC News. Drug overdose deaths in the U.S. surpassed 100,000 in a 12-month period for the first time, according to the CDC, saying Wednesday it is a troubling milestone amid an already devastating period for the country. Yeah, I think drug overdoses and uh, the whole opioid crisis has taken a back seat to the pandemic, and so you're not getting as much coverage of it, but it continues to go up, and that is an increase. It's a staggering increase for one year, uh, said Bob Anderson, chief of mortality at... (laughs) There's a title. Chief of mortality. mortality chief. (laughs) Okay. At NCHS. What is that? National... National Committee for Human Services or something something like that, I Mm, guess. I don't know. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Mark. How you doing, Joe? Good to talk to you guys again. It's been about two years. Not a whole lot has changed here. But I'd like to comment, and I'm, I'm, uh, I I guess, giving Eric more attention than he deserves. But first of all, (laughs) I'd like to commend him for not preaching to us about vaccines. For once, good job there, Eric. <laughs> but what what ha- what happened to in our con- in our country where we've all become so thin-skinned? What, Amen. what happened to just letting? Okay, fine. You have that opinion. Fine, yeah. let it go. Oh I, no, I, I agree. Ne- I agree. I don't necessarily agree with you, but why do we all have to become so so incensed? And it's such a big deal. And yes, this this uh, whole video was in really poor taste. Should the guy have been sent, uh, censured? Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, like uh, like your previous caller said, there was there's been a lot from the other side too, where uh, there wasn't the kind of outrage that we saw from this guy. And it, I I, I don't understand. I've, you know, I guess I'm an older guy, and I just when I when I grew up, I I thought, well, you let you let, let people have their own opinion, and you can voice yours, and that's the beauty of our our country. But then you move on from there, and you don't keep bringing this stuff up over and over and again. <laughs> um, I, I'd say, in, I'd say, right now we have a lot bigger issues to worry about than some damn video. Well, they don't remember there were days prior to the Civil War where a uh, congressman actually beat another congressman <laughs> over the head with a cane till he was almost dead. So. Yeah, well, that's not good. 
No, but and, and we certainly don't want to go back to that. You no. know, we don't want to let our political passions so inflame us that yeah. we're driven to violence. But on the other hand, if it's cartoonish and it's you know in jest, it certainly is in poor taste. But I don't think it rises to the level that they should strip the guy of his committee assignments because, in effect, that's punishing the people who sent him there. And as I said earlier in the program, well, if they want to get rid them. of him, they can get rid of him. If they're so foolish well, as to elect well, somebody. You have, enough, you have enough people in, a, in a terms of a cross-section of our country. You're going to have a few kooks. Sure you And, and we sure <laughs> as hell have a few kooks down in Washington right now, and they're all rearing their ugly heads. And, you know, you're never going to change that. There's always going to be someone who's who's out there on the edge. Amen. It was a really poor taste. Shouldn't have been done. But let's move on. For God's sake, let's move on. All right. There you go. Thank you so much for calling, Bob. Thanks for calling back. Don't make it two years. Call call sooner. (laughs) All right. Bob, you get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Yeah, um, as far as that cartoon goes, I think that was first put up on a government website. He took it down and put it up on his own self uh, website. But the reason I was calling was your other caller called about overdoses uh, going on. That is a self doing. You choose to do that. This vaccine or this vi- this uh, virus that's going around is not a self doing. We do not go out and look to get it. We are not looking to spread the disease. The last thing I want is to get it or any of my family member to get it. I've lost a 33-year-old nephew to it, and there's many other family members that have lost family members, and we don't want it. Okay, there's only 750, I don't know, what is it, 750 million people died from it. No, no. Only 750 million, right? 750 million didn't die from this, did they? That's a that's a bizarre number. I mean, they're only... Yeah, it's th- not that high now. They're 350 it million. It's not that high now. It was 450 million no, 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 it's no. 750,000 Americans. 750,000 okay, well, Americans. Whatever, our number's a number. Well, no, uh, the well, numbers no, are there. Yeah. I wouldn't want you keeping my books if that's what you believe. <laughs> uh, uh, numbers are number. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to pay ten thousand taxes. I only charge hundred dollars to do taxes. So what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, um, okay. I would. I think you're overcharging people at that rate. Worth Bob. every penny. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bob. Do, I've never had Thank to you, uh, pay anything back. Okay. And, you know, that that Cortez lady. She's been through the ringer. She's been accused of having sex with family members. Can you imagine that? <laughs> You're on the house floor, and people are accusing you of having sex with your own family members? Well, she's a public person. All right, thank you, Bob. Thanks for calling in. One of our listeners says, is this Weiner Wednesday? No, it's not. And it is not. No, Weiner Wednesday only happens once a month. All right, we'll be right back. Call us now, though, if you'd like to be on the show. Speedy dialers only at this stage, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
720,000 deaths in the U.S. from COVID-19, 5.1 million uh, globally. Not far cry from 350 million people dead. Right. Hit uh, 720 upper, million. Hit the upper right-hand corner. Hit the upper right-hand corner. Mike Bolig says, was the Republican representative who was censured for a Twitter video, was he kicked off Twitter? Don't we have Twitter to protect us? They were happy to kick Trump off. And I believe Liz Cheney was not censured or kicked off committees in the middle of a term. She just was not asked to be on them again because when you're 61% against your party, <laughs> you're not really in the party. All right, it's a very exclusive tent, those Republicans. And was Eric outraged about depictions of President Trump being beheaded, shot, and stabbed? Oh, no, that was, was acceptable, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's all poor taste, really. Yes, it is. Dale, you're on the mark. Yeah, I just like uh, mentioned how you correlate housing with COVID. It seems like these uh, Democratic majority-run states had the most COVID cases, and they had the most homeless and I think that you know people living in tents in these big cities that they post to care for everybody above them is a little extreme and they had the highest COVID cases and they're vaccinating their kids and they're putting a mask on but then you see these uh, Republican majority led states where they had the lowest numbers so I think it's all about solicitation I think the CDC pays these Democrat run states more money to uh put commercials on every five seconds. So I think it's pretty much of a racket. It's basically political science over science. I just, you well, know, the, I would uh, out of one of them states. It's crazy. The redder the state, the more deaths from COVID. It's just the opposite of what you described. The more democratic... Well, I think you've got to look at this, the updated version. No. I think, <laughs> I think I'm pretty clear on this. Uh, Republicans yeah, have... Came out. <laughs> Go ahead. Four of the most uh, Democratic-run states are the highest number and the highest deaths right now. And they had the most vaccinated. Oh, well, that's probably because they have the most population. But the, the more Democratic an individual or a state, the, the higher the death well, rate. Well, I just want to say, I think it's suicide by country. I think our country <laughs> either going to commit suicide by... If you notice, every world war started through the media, okay? I, th I don't think we noticed that, Dale, and, <laughs> and I would be interested in hearing yeah. why it is you say that. So was it's it just the media reports of the Japanese bombing Pearl Harbor that started World War II? Well, but think of this, that they One had bombed and it. Two. it was, if you, if you shut your television off and your, t and your phone, <laughs> drop your phone, they will drop leaflets on your door. I don't think in World War II there were television sets in great abundance. There were some German TV but sets. But all the media, all the media... <laughs> It's either going to be World War III or it's going to be suicide. And China wants this one to commit suicide real fast. I mean, I think that's part of the deal. I think if you look at every war started was through the messaging. That's it. And every <laughs> right, war, the messaging, I hate you, we're going to attack you, you're all going to die, here no, we come. No, it makes people unworthy, feel unworthy of themselves. I mean, I think... Most people, I care for our older, older people, and I think they should put the media away. Maybe Tuesdays and Saturdays they should listen to it. It's sick. It's very sickening, and I, I, I hate you know. What do we do the I rest mean, of the week? Not much else to do, but I think you know. What's nature the is beautiful? Get outside. I mean, only people who are really doing this is the old people. They want more. They want more liberties and freedoms than the older, younger people. Because I don't see younger people out there crying and fighting. I see the older people. I don't know. I think it's time that, you know, when you got 70-year-olds running the country, 
you know, that's the problem. What's, What's the bar association's role in this? Yeah, it's a little, it's it's a little old school. It's too old school. <laughs> it's old school. Old school. <laughs> yeah, well, right. but, we but got you, you Dale. How, you know, the most <laughs> uneducated state in the country or have the highest numbers. Pretty much, they're pretty crazy. Maybe because they're listening to political. Oh, it is crazy. All right. Okay. Thank well, you listen, so much. I, I think that you know what what you say about the media being the problem is, <laughs> with respect to World War One and World War Two. Uh, pretty far out there. If we ha- if, now, if the you want media... a war, you want a war that was started by the media. The Spanish-American War was started by the media by a guy named William Randolph Hearst. Okay, he made sure that we had everything in place so that we were Believe angry me, enough to his, go to war. His newspapers provoked the, that war. So if Dale was talking about that, he would have been right. <laughs> I have a feeling that's what he was referring to. He's <laughs> a big Spanish American uh, war. often makes reference to that particular war. Well, you know, many people do. That's where Teddy Roosevelt charged up San Juan Hill. Although he really didn't, he charged up Kettle Hill. Well, and who was it that says <laughs> if it weren't for the Spanish-American War, we'd have no wars at all? So. Well, we'd all be speaking Spanish. <laughs> you think? Okay. <laughs> we'd have lost. <laughs> all right. One of our listeners sends a note. Says, "How about start comparing death numbers by 100,000 population in red and blue states? Blue states don't fare well. They don't. No, I think we're, the more Republican you are, the higher the death rate." Well, you know, that's that's popular myth. I think the no, death rate... actual How about fact. California? Look at all they've done, all the draconian rules and regulations they put in place, and yet they still have they still have a very high incidence of the virus hitting I think because they're probably all packed in there. They're, they have 90 people per square inch. There's no wonder they're giving the disease to each other. So even though they, they're doing all these mask mandates... Well, it can only go so far. And Look New at York, the fact that we take great precautions everywhere you go and everywhere, and still some people get it. In New York, I have to show my vaccination card before I can go into a restaurant. Right. If you want to watch the ball drop, you got to have your you got to have your jabs and okay. be boosted. All right. Well, you know that that's all well and good, but it doesn't exactly smack like smack of freedom to Did me. Did you get your booster yet? Not yet. Okay. Although I'm going to make an appointment to get it. All right. I got boosted. You get Did boosted. You? Well, if anybody ever needed a boost, brother, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) I need an intellectual boost. I'll see you Monday. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, enjoy your retirement lengthened weekend. Everybody else, I'll be back tomorrow with Ben Reichley, so join us. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time. It is 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time.